This is New Hampshire's home for sports on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. How you doing, Boston? It's nice to be back. time of year again. The holidays are here and uh, if you're a Mighty Mighty Boston's fan, you know what that means. The Mighty Mighty Boston's are back right after Christmas. December 28th, 29th and 30th at the House of Blues behind Fenway Park. I think you still might be able to get tickets for one of those. Uh, you'll have to go on and check it out. Just uh, go on their website and it'll lead you to the tickets there. It was a sight to hear from uh, Dickie B, the lead singer. Uh, we're going to try and get him on this uh, week to promote the shows, and uh, and he's a big sports fan as well. A huge, huge Red Sox fan. Big, big Bill Lee fan. I'll tell that story another day, but uh, <laughs> he was kind enough put me on the guest list, uh, plus one, so I will be go. going uh, next week. Unfortunately, Sully, I did not get to go to the Street Dogs. I was supposed to go. Oh. Well, the, the first night, I couldn't go because um, some family stuff, and then... Just then my sister came home, from, she's home from San Diego, and it's just, you know, it Things just got busy. stuck in the house. Yeah. One you. thing led to another, man, and then, you know, I had, like I said, I had my daughter yesterday, so I didn't want to be out late on Saturday night, of course. you know, yeah. and so uh, is what it is, unfortunately, but I heard there were great shows there, and of course we had Mike McCoggan on last week, and uh, good for... Him, that they had a good time there. I'm glad the shows went well. And again, the Mighty Mighty Boston's the 28th, 29th, and 30th. So you should get down for a show, my man. That's where I'm going to go. I'm yeah. going to find a way to make it happen. You're a Horns fan, I, you know? I'm going to find a way to make it. Well, the whole squad will go. I'll, yeah. I'll drag the whole squad. There's about eight of us. We'll find a way to you go. You let me know off air. We'll, we'll set it up. We'll find a sure. way to get there. For sure. And so uh, this is the stretch run, ESPN New Hampshire. And I am Jimmy Murphy. That is Justin Sullivan. And, um, we do have some sound, actually. They finally posted it. It's yeah, finally. the post-game sound from this yesterday. Is, uh, this is locker room sound from yesterday, which is, you know, they post it every, every week, but this is, this is a different type of locker oh, room yeah. sound. Oh, yeah. Let's listen. Nice going, baby. Appreciate it, baby. Oh. Here we go, baby. Oh, <laughs> love it. That was tough. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. You adjust. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Woo! perfect but we played the game the way we wanted to play it and that's that's a good start turn the ball over defensively taking advantage of that offensively making plays in the kicking game good complimentary football all the way around it's a great job all right quick turnaround here quick turnaround again guys did a great job last week now coming off that baltimore game we've got to do another short week here all right this week with the jets you earned it you earned it congratulations man you can't buy these you gotta earn these <laughs> But these fellas, these moments, man, we can't take them for granted. Ah, how do we feel about tasting the sweet nectar of victory? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, there you go. There you go. They did earn that. And don't tell Absolutely. me that that didn't mean anything to those guys. Of course it did. That was a different game for them, man. I just like it. Just it's a different locker room celebration yeah. last night. That was that's completely. Different. That was a playoff tel- type of the celebration. Screaming you hear in the background. This is the best part of the whole thing. And I I saw it right away. People were tweeting about it. Martellus Bennett comes running into the locker room after the game, screaming, "Where's my hat? Where's my hat? Where's my hat?" He hasn't won anything. He's really, he's never really won anything. He's never had real success. And he's freaking out about this. He's, he's enjoying every second of this, as he should be. But he comes in there screaming, where's my hat? Where's my hat? I want my hat. That's awesome. That's, the, that's a different type of celebration last night. The monkey's off their back. Finally, the monkey's off their back. Yeah, that was a big one for sure. And uh, they're not done. Okay. They're not done. Now the goal is, uh, we discussed with uh, John Sardini. First seed, man. Get the first seed. They learn the hard way how important that is. So time to get it and lock it up. And uh, I, I think they're going to do that. I mean, they're already 16.5-point favorites, Justin, against the Jets. But 16.5? Yeah. I still, you know what? I'm still going. I think after how close that last game was, I think Patriots are just going to murder them. Yeah, and they're going to come out and you. just, they're going to be like, oh, well, you know what? We want to clinch that seed yeah. against our rival. <laughs> That, and we want to do it. That and the fact that the Jets fashion. don't even have a quarterback right now. Who's oh, even going to play quarterback? Do we even know? I mean, is it Bryce Petty? Is it Fitzpatrick? I heard Doug Flutie's coming back. Yeah, like, he was calling the game like, Saturday, I, right? So I, I heard after I he called no the game. Clue. Yeah, Doug Flutie was a color guy for Saturday Night Football. Nice. So uh, I'm breaking this story now. He has signed a, co- a contract <laughs> in New York Jets. He will be the quarterback Good. for New York Jets. I'll take that. And he will be drop kicking punts. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. But. Uh, that will be interesting. Hey, speaking of spreads and NFL picks. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. We really have to go there? Yeah, we do, my we friend. Do okay. See where we are right now as we head into Monday night football. It's not good, I can tell you that. It's not good for you. No, it's not. Not even close. <laughs> it's just, just bad. Horrible. The old man struck back. Horrible. Horrible. The empire strikes back. Horrible. Bad week. Empire Strikes Back. Why did I pick Minnesota? Do you, do you have the email? I'm looking for it now. Uh, let's see here. Let's get it up here. I why, did make a nice comeback. I had some good underdogs yesterday, uh, man. Why did I? Why did I pick Minnesota? <laughs> Just so there's so many little pieces of it. Why did I? Why did I even go with Minnesota? All right, we got we got the spreads. We don't have the the results though of the wins here. Hold on. Yeah, that's Minnesota just absolutely killed me. Can we finally admit that Sam Bradford is not is, is not a good quarterback? Like he's just not good. He's not what everyone makes him out to be. He's not worth a first round draft pick. He's not worth these huge the huge haul they got. You know they gave to the Eagles to get him. He's just not good. He's not that good. And the defense is fantastic. Minnesota's defense is great, but Sam Bradford is by far overrated. Way way overrated. Oh, I got it here. Here we go. All right. So. You. I got to feel my loss from Sunday Night Football. Okay, so we both had the Seahawks on Thursday. All right, we won that. So. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then let's see. Uh, let's go through Sully. Sully had the Jets plus two and a half. Loss. L. So you're at one <laughs> Take and one. Take the L there. Giants minus four. Win. Two and one. Ravens minus five and a half. Hmm. They, they didn't cover, right? Nope, they did not. That's an L. That's an L. Taking an L there. So, a lot of L's I took this weekend. Let's look at this right now. All right, here we go. Ravens minus five and a half. Well, so you're two and two. Uh, Packers minus five and a half. L. Lost two and three. Vikings minus four. L. Two and four. Bills minus ten. Win. That's a win. Three and four. Chiefs minus five. L. Yep. Uh, three and f- or four and five. No, three and five. Uh, Texans minus six. Oh, Texans. Uh, what the heck? God. L. <laughs> How do you go into Indy and win and then come back and do that? So Texans minus six. You're three and six. Steelers minus three. That's a win. That's a win. I'll so you're four and six. Cards minus two and a half. Loss. That's an L. The Saints came back. So you're, my, fill you're my four and here. seven. Falcons minus 13 and a half. That's a win. Five and seven. Raiders minus three. You pushed. Yes. As God. did I. Okay, so <laughs> four and seven. Patriots minus three. That's win. a W. It's a big dub. Five and seven. Cowboys minus seven. L. L. Terrible so L because they had and, that locked oh, up. Yeah. I was like five I was, and eight. I was right with you when and you're you talking about that. And you have the Redskins today. So you are five and eight, my friends. You head into Monday night football. That's that's probably the one that hurts the most because I'm watching that and I watched the first half and I just like you, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip and go to bed. You know, I yeah. shut it off. Went to bed. I, I went to the Hawks. Uh, you know, Sharks and I, I saw part of the third and I saw them kind of kind of bad. I was like, no, but they they'll figure it out. They gotta cut. Yeah. I go to bed. And I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, yo, I got to check. I got to check because I have to know. 
Really? Really, Dallas? You gave that one You gave that, that one back. one point. Come that on. One really? Yep. You had that locked up. All right. So here we go with my picks. I had Seahawks minus 15, win 1-0. Dolphins minus 2.5, win 2-0. Lions plus 4, lost 2-1. Eagles plus 5.5, win 3-1. Bears plus 5.5. Uh, that was my big one there. Uh, win. All right. So yeah. we got 1, 2, 3, 4, and 1. Vikings minus four, loss, four and two. Bills minus ten, win, five and two. Chiefs minus five, loss, five and three. Texans minus six, loss, five and four. Bengals Ugh, plus three. The Bungles. The <laughs> Bungles almost, oh my God, I thought I was going to get that one, and mm-hmm. they end up getting me by one point mm-hmm. there. So we're at uh, five and four now. Uh, the Cardinals minus two and a half, loss, five and five. Falcons minus 13 and a half, win. Six and five. Chargers plus three. A push. Patriots minus three. Win seven and five. Bucks plus seven. Win eight and five. That's a good week. (laughs) That's a good week for the Murph. And then I got the Redskins tonight, my friend. Yeah, we both got the Redskins, so. But it doesn't really matter. Yep. Won't matter in that sense. The Murph comes back this week, and the old man takes the lead back. Bad week. I don't know. I don't a couple though my look at now. Like why would Minnesota, they're just, they're a mess. They're just a mess, and they've been a mess for a while. I don't know why I would go with them. Houston, I don't know what I was thinking there. They're never going to figure it out. They're starting Tom Savage as their quarterback now from Pitt, who no one knows anything about, just like Matt Moore from last week. And Matt Moore goes out, and they make, they wins that game. The Jets make him look like a world beater. I'm yeah. Like, ugh, horrible. Horrible. This week is, is going to be a key week. We're coming down the stretch here. I need them. I need to now. I need to make a comment. Remember, we get a lot of games on Saturday, oh, on yes. Christmas Eve day, and then yep. what is it? Two Christmas Day. Yep, correct. It's a weird week, so uh, remember that, football fans. Saturday is the day if you want to watch some NFL football. And I'm guessing if you live around uh, New England, you're a Pats fan. You can get some Pats tickets pretty cheap. People are trying to unload them like crazy because oh, it's yeah. Christmas Eve. Yep. You know, been. I mean that's that's like the game. You know, your family's not going to let you. you of know, course not. Your wife is like. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're not. You're not you're going the, to the game. You're not going there. Especially, yeah. Especially if you have, ki- you have kids. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> not, I'm not sure you can you can get a lot of uh, cheap tickets right now online. So definitely check that out if you if if you're a single, dude. I mean, I told my buddy. I told yeah. you about my friend Matt Scully that works in marketing and finance for the Patriots. Yeah. I said you guys could have done this awesome campaign where you could have targeted like. Single dudes, yeah. age 25 to like single, 55. Single dude night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make yeah. it single guy. Night. And then, uh, no, but women I got too. It. I no, got it, it could have been like couples, like uh, meet, go out like singles night Saturdays at the Patriots Saturdays are for game. the boys. Saturdays are for the boys. Done. Saturdays are for the boys. <laughs> or it could be singles night. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Come meet the love of your life at the Patriots game. <laughs> so everyone's That's single. Easy. Why, why aren't we Get marketers? Why are we marketers? We could be we, we, we could be rich, man. We could be rich. It's like oh. it's waiting to happen. Saturdays are for the boys. Patriots, it's, Jets, singles night at Gillette. <laughs> There's nothing better than that. Oh my god, that's so Get, easy. Ready? Get cut by love at the razor. <laughs> razor cut love. There you go. Boom. I love it. Oh, we're, we're golden. We we're, we're here. Patriots, if you want us, Scully, if you want, hire us. Here we, we go. Been, we should have been marketers. I don't know why. I don't know why we're sitting here doing the show right now. We should have been marketers. This is an, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. Yeah, it's a money maker. That was very easy. Well, listen, it's our favorite time of the week. Whenever we talk it's to our next guest, time. he's going to go over some college picks and NCAA picks. Talk about this ex- snooze fest. Yeah, can you explain uh, Tulsa Chippewa? You know, this yeah. game here to me. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah the Miami Bowl right now is on ESPN. A mess. Tulsa is killing them. Uh, we'll talk about that and much more football with our next guest, our man Gabriel Morenci from SportsRage.com and Fantasy Sportsnet. So stay with us. The Stretch Run on ESPN New Hampshire will be back.
are listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for The Right Time with Bomani Jones, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Sunday should have been a good day for the Texans as they came from behind to beat a team in their division, and they're tied for the lead in the AFC South. And they might have found a quarterback. Third-year player Tom Savage looked good, but that's not what people are focused on with the Texans. Instead, everybody's talking about Brock Osweiler's $72 million contract. Osweiler hasn't gotten it done all year, and he was particularly bad before he got pulled against Jacksonville yesterday. So now what did the Texans do? They've invested a lot in Osweiler. He was coming off an okay season with the Broncos, and no one knew quite what to expect. Turns out he may have benefited from Gary Kubiak's QB-friendly system in Denver. One of the biggest challenges of building an NFL team is getting the quarterbacking position right. You have to have a good one, but if you pick the wrong guy, it's trouble. And now the Texans might have an expensive backup and a whole lot to figure out as they move forward. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Sadly, folks, Buffalo Wild Wings cannot remake your fantasy football season. They can't tell you who you should have benched or who you should have started. But Buffalo Wild Wings can make your lunch hour a lunch hour that's worth it. Every weekday from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m., they've got the B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch Menu with awesome options like wings and shareables for discounted prices. And they have their TVs tuned to the latest analysis, so there may be hope for your fantasy team yet. Buffalo Wild Wings Wings Beer Sports. Please drink responsibly. What's that noise? That's the home security guy. He's installing our alarms. You're going to be safe as clams when I'm done drilling this sucker in. Yeah, maybe we should have gone with Simply Safe. The neighbors love theirs. They set it up in half an hour. No drilling, no wires, no installation fee. And 24-7 professional monitoring is only $15 a month with no long-term contracts. I'll just pop a rug over this hole. It'll be fine. Go to simplysafe.com slash radio now to get free shipping on your order and a free keychain remote worth $25. Simply Safe is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is the place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand-new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand-new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. It's the year-end holiday event going on now at North End Mazda in Lunenburg. From now until January 3rd, get 0% financing for 63 months on all 2016 Mazda vehicles in stock. Make no payments until March and get a $250 gift card just in time for the holidays. Like the new 2016 Mazda 3i, the new 2016 Mazda 6i, or the new 2016 Mazda CX-5. Over 350 vehicles in stock. You're one click away from great holiday savings at BuyNorthEndMazda.com. See dealer or go to BuyNorthEndMazda.com for details. Offer ends January 3rd. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Hi, I'm Tim Daly. If you're over 50, like me, you know that we all need to be more aware of our health. Take pneumococcal pneumonia, for example. It's a serious lung disease that can be spread when people cough or sneeze. My mom had it. Now, it won't always happen this way, but for my mom, it was serious enough that she was in the hospital for over a week. She had difficulty breathing, was really weak, and had a terrible cough. Some adults think they're too active or healthy to get sick. But as we age, our immune system weakens, putting us at greater risk. It may surprise you, but it's estimated a quarter million Americans over 50 are hospitalized each year because of pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor about your risk for pneumococcal pneumonia and see if you're up to date on your vaccinations. Learn more at www.whonew.com.
That's www.whopneu.com. This message is brought to you by the American Lung Association in partnership with Pfizer. Hi, I'm the award-winning high school football coverage returns this fall on 1250 ESPN New Hampshire, Manchester's home for Friday Night Lights. money on that defense and, and trying to, to bolster the defensive attack. $200 million in the offseason that they, they, they shucked out. And it's, it's been working to their advantage because you see guys on, on that squad who are getting after it on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, they say, as cliche as it is, defense wins championships. And we know that's true. And if, if you have a, a, a defensive unit that's peaking at just the right time, which is late December, early January, good things can happen. And welcome back to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. One of our favorite times of the week is when we talk to our ace of spades, the man, Gabriel Morenci from Fantasy Sportsnet and Sports Rage and so many other places. He joins us now. Gabe, how was the weekend, my friend? Always a pleasure, Jimmy. How you doing? I'm good, my man. You're uh, not a bad weekend for you. Well, you know, it could always be better. Uh, that's that's for sure. We said a... Uh, <laughs> I have a higher uh, expectation of excellence uh, that I've been delivering uh, this year. I'll be glad when the NFL season's uh, over, to be honest uh, with you. I, mean, I don't look back on 2016 uh, with great, uh, great pride. Uh, but with that being stated, um, I give a lot of picks uh, over the year between the picks and the props and everything else. And right. It's hard to believe, but we're actually plus 23 units uh, with our NFL sides uh, this year. Uh, documented picks on the TV show, which I was actually surprised about because my bank account definitely is in plus 23 units. <laughs> I hear you, buddy. Well, listen, hey, still, it's not bad, you know, and I, you had some good ones there, some good college picks I would have never imagined there, and, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, we called the college. The Bulls actually went pretty okay. well. Yeah, the Bulls. The Bulls went well on uh, on Saturday. San we Diego on State, Saturday, man. Mexico. San Diego State. You nailed that one. That was the big yeah. one. I thought San Diego State. We nailed it. Actually, went up to five points uh, as well uh, that game. So hopefully, uh, I'm hoping to crush uh, the Bulls, uh, Jimmy. I don't like to be too negative, uh, but I'm I'm just frustrated. I had the over in the Cowboys game uh, last night. Over 47. They get stuck at 46. Um, Tampa, you know, got that turnover in midfield. They could have kicked the field goal with 10 minutes left, and it would have been an automatic over because they would have been tied at 23, and it just didn't happen. And then the Detroit game, it's really muddy management. The picks have been solid, uh, but sometimes I don't practice what I preach. And I always tell people that are, you know, that are sort of new to the game that want to, you know, start playing, in which, you know, it's one thing to pick winners. It's another thing to manage uh, the account. Uh, properly, and that that's that's as important um, part of the battle as actually being on the right side of the games. Yeah, it really is, and you, you look at it. We had uh, Cole Wright from NFL Network. That's whose voice you heard coming in there, and he's talking about the Giants' defense right now. And you look at this Giants team. I don't know for some reason when I, the Giants, I always think over. I always think a lot of points with them, but. Lately, man, their defense, like he said, has been stepping up. And I look at that team as maybe a a team to eye is the uh, with the over under go under with them a lot and also ride them out right now because I I think that's one of the hot teams going into the playoffs like Cole said. Yeah, you have to give credit to the uh, to the Giant defense and what they've done over the last uh, month. It's a dangerous secondary uh, that they have, and you know the past couple of years the Giants have been kind of soft uh, back there. But Spagnuolo's done a great job uh, putting this together. The Detroit Lions have been a pretty hot football team. Not a great football team, but a hot football team. And to be honest, I think a lot of my negativity uh, comes from the Las Vegas Super Contest, which two years ago I finished 31st. Uh, last year I finished 8th. And uh, this year, which I just can't buy a break in a contest. So, you know, the contest has a way of consuming you, Jimmy. You know, it was almost <laughs> I was used to going to Vegas to, to collect a check at this time of the year. 
and uh, that that's not happening. Um, but yeah, and one of the games, the game that cost me the most yesterday, actually were the Detroit Lions. And it's funny because normally I tease games a lot. Mm-hmm. Like even if I like a game, I'll always sort of have that insurance teaser. Well, if they don't win by four, they're not going to lose by eleven. And we knew the twelve or the thirteen games had been decided by. Uh, seven points or less. So yesterday would have been a great teaser uh, with the Lions. Uh, but instead, I was like, no, they're going to beat them outright. They'll beat the Giants. I love the points. And really, it was a really close football game. So the Giants game. do deserve credit for the run that they're on right now. Uh, but the Lions just turned the ball over. Zenner turned the ball over on the seven-yard line. And um, you know, Matt Stafford threw an interception with like two minutes left in the, in the end zone. You know, the Lions were in the red zone all day long. They couldn't capitalize. And after the game, though, Stafford said uh, that that's the toughest uh, secondary that he's faced yeah. uh, this year. And, you know, Stafford, Stafford, um, Stafford's had a hell of a year this year. And he basically openly admitted that they confused him. So they ran a lot of packages at us. Uh, our guys were having a hard time getting open. I had a hard time reading some things. Matt Stafford's been around the block a couple of times, so you have to give credit, especially at this time of the year, to be confusing other teams. Normally at this time of the year, you know what the other team's doing. Yep. You just have to man up and stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, the Giants, Giants on a roll right now. Eli Manning's a weird quarterback, too. I'm not a big fan of his. You know, he's but he played well yesterday, man. The kid was throwing Nolan Ryan-style heat all day long. The passes were accurate. They were crisp. They were where they had to be. The Giants ran the ball a little bit yesterday. You know, it's funny. I wish the Giants played that well when they went to Pittsburgh and it cost me $2,000 uh, <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> and it's funny because I was on the Giants. I've been on the Giants you a were. lot. Like, I know. Over the years, I've been on the Giants a lot. I grew up watching Giant games. I grew up watching the NFC East and the AFC East the most, right? So, you know, I've, I know the Giants well, and I've always done well betting Giant games. And I'm not really a giant fan, but if I lived in New York, I'd be a giant fan instead of a Jet fan. You know, it's like Yankee fans are giant fans and Mets and Jets, right? So I would say that. I'd be a Yankee and a giant guy before a Jet and a Met guy. <laughs> but I bet a lot on the Giants. And it's funny, I got, I got burnt. I really liked them, man. I loved them when they went to Pittsburgh because they were on a Me roll. Me too. And they got their ass handed yeah. to them. And since then... You know, I've been a little, even though I was on them against the uh, the Cowboys, but all, all in all with the Giants, I'm not sure. Like, um, they're dangerous, though. We, we can't discount them. They're dangerous. And really, one thing with the New York Giants is the best team in the NFC right now, obviously, is the Dallas Cowboys. Well, we can talk yeah. about how hot the Packers are. But the Giants own the Cowboys. You know, they absolutely own them. It's not just this year. Yeah, I think they won like the first four or five times they played at Jerry World, actually. And they were notching. They used to like put another W on the wall and was pissing the Cowboys off. (laughs) And, you know, they're basically not only winning there, but desecrating there, uh, desecrating the state, the stadium as well. So, you know, the Giants, not a lot of teams are going to want to play the Giants. And speaking of desecration, too. Great job by Jeremy Hill yesterday. I think I'm just in a bad mood as well, Jimmy, <laughs> because of the fantasy. I, I got screwed over in the fantasy where I'm playing in high-stakes fantasy league. The guy I'm playing against has Drew Brees. Arizona's defense, like just – it was like a high school, high school caliber defense. And for one reason or another yesterday, I took the Bengals. And it's funny because I got Jeremy Hill on my fantasy team, and he's just the, the poster boy of mediocrity too. You know, 18 carries, 58 yards, and a touchdown every week. You know, like nobody is as bad as he is and has as many touchdowns as he does. I swear. <laughs> and then the jackass, you know, they're up twenty to six. And he desecrates the towel. He throws it in. They throw it in the trash after. I think the Bengals had thirty-seven yards after that. Like really, the Cincinnati freaking Bengals. And I realized after, and I said this earlier today. You know, it's like. Dink, you know, for W old school WWF fans, you remember Dink the Clown, you know, a little dink, not even doink, but a little dink, like Andy Dalton's little dink. That's what he is. He's just a little clown. And Big Ben Roethlisberger is Big John Stud. And for some reason, you know, I thought the little dink was going to cover the point spread. Like, even when they're up, eh? like, what was it? It was like 20 to three at one point. Even then, I thought to myself, well, we're not there yet because everyone, great great pick on the Bengals, Gabe. I was like, yeah, we're not there yet. You know, and then lo and behold, 
I was thinking, well, even if they blow this, they'll probably cover. But no, 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 no. They they not only blow it, but they find a way to lose by four. Like that, that's real good. Like yes, yeah, thanks for coming. And like, and I tell you, like I'm done with the Bengals. Like, the Bungles. That's why we call them the Bungles, man. Yeah, yeah. And they're playing the Texans this week, and like I don't care if it's Pee Wee Herman at quarterback. Over the one-armed guy from the Fugitive uh, quarterback for the Texans uh, this week. I'm taking them against the Bengals because they're the Bengals. That is awesome. Definitely have the intern clip that rant on the Bengals, and we will send it to Cincinnati. I love it. On the Uh, good front, though, I did lay the points with Tulsa today. Good call. uh, Uh, The Chippewas finally scored, though. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad because I actually teased uh, Tulsa the over. over. Yep. And I needed it over 61 and a half. I was a little concerned. Boom. I see it gets there 55, 10 uh, right now, but the total itself actually 67 and a half. So it's amazing when you got 55 points from one team and you're like, come on guys, you need one more. Like, I'm not sure if central Michigan can give us one more. Yeah. It's going to be, no, they probably will. They're probably all fired up now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. the score will probably end up 55, 17. Yeah, their cheerleaders are getting into it as we watch it here. Yeah. They're, 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 they're revved up now. They're going to do it for you. You know, games. Central Michigan have been really good to me over the years, too, going back to the Dan LaFever days years ago. Uh, uh-huh. Over the years, so I bet a lot of Mac football for one reason or another. Yeah. And um, But as somebody that's bet a lot of Mac football, I know that the Mac sucks. <laughs> but generally, I'm telling you guys, like, look, Toledo lost. Toledo lost the other night to App State. Uh, App State aren't bad, but Toledo should have won. Like, yeah. Toledo should be a better team than Appalachian State are, but – um, you know, App State beat them. You see now Tulsa Conference USA just absolutely destroying the MAC. If you get an opportunity with the rest of the Bulls, generally bet against the MAC team, guys. And I was thinking about this actually in the bigger picture with Western Michigan. Because, you know, Western Michigan kicked the crap out of all these teams in the MAC. Yeah. And it looked all impressive. But now you see Tulsa doing the same thing, if not worse, right? Right. So, I, you know, I did Western Michigan, and especially with the long layoff. You know, Western Michigan, they're getting seven points against Wisconsin. And, um, you know, maybe if the game was two weeks ago, when, say, when Western Michigan were all hot on that roll. But watching these MAC teams play, I'm starting to realize, I think Western Michigan's going to be in a lot of trouble against the Badgers. Yeah, I think you're right. It's not a regular season game. It's not week one, right? Like, you know, you see the MAC. They look, they beat Illinois. They beat Northwestern. They're not terrible, uh, Western Michigan. But it's one thing to beat a mediocre Big Ten team in week one. It's another thing to beat them in the Cotton Bowl when they've had four weeks to watch your game tape, right? I think, uh, you know, just a side note, watching Central Michigan get killed today, I made a note to myself thinking, uh, I don't think this is going to end so well for Western Michigan against Wisconsin in this game. I know we all want it to, right? But let's, let's be honest. You know, how many of uh, these bowl games, how many, how many classics do we really ever have, Jimmy? Not you know many. What I mean? Not many, uh, my man. Remember, the, you know what used to have this. classics a lot? I, I don't know if you remember. The Holiday Bowl used to always have a good game. Yeah, the Holiday Bowl used to. This year, the kids at uh, Minnesota, they wonder what these jackass kids at Minnesota. So what? <laughs> they sexually assault a girl, and then they're not going to play because they, the school has the audacity to kick kids out of like. <laughs> who, who the hell do they think they are? What is society coming I to, I would have told these punks. I would have said, listen. You're going to get killed anyways. You're going to embarrass our program anyway. So, you know, we forfeit the game. whip de doo You know what I mean? We, watch, watch. I guarantee you now, too, these, these gopher kids that ran their mouth about boycotting the game. Watch. The Washington State Cougars are going to maul them. They're going oh, to kill them in this bowl game. These will be the same jackass kids that, uh, that wanted to, uh, to hold out. But, you know, listen, there's 42 college games, Jimmy. So out of the 42 college games, I'll say, you know, the 40 bowl games and the two playoff games, let's not count the, uh, the playoff games yep. out of the 40 bowl games. My guess is maybe, you know, seven of them will end up being, Oh my God. Like, you know, they're going back and forth. It's very similar to the super bowl. Yeah. You get these bowl games. One team is always much better than the other, or one team is much more fired up than the other. Or now we have the new thing where every kid is going to the NFL and doesn't play in a bowl game anymore, <laughs> which is, uh, and I don't want to, I totally get it. I get, I get it. I get that they have to protect themselves and that, 
they don't owe anything to the school. The coaches would leave in a heartbeat and do leave in a heartbeat. I get that part of it, but I'll tell you what. If I'm an NFL general manager, I don't like these kids to do this. And I think harder about it because I'm thinking to myself, if this kid, this kid thinks about himself only right now. Talking about this earlier. Yep. He's going to think about himself only later. Exactly. He's he's going to be, remember Chris Bosh? Yeah. When he got upset at somebody on the bowls for diving for a loose ball once. Yep. He was like, dude, we don't do that. Yeah, I'm I'm worried about my career. (laughs) Worried about your career means don't do heroin after the game. (laughs) Like, worried about your career doesn't mean, no, don't die for a loose ball. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, worried about your career means, you know, don't shoot two people. Like, don't stop. Don't be like O.J. Simpson. That's like worried about your career. Like, not diving for a loose ball is not not worried about your career. That's ripping off the team that's paying you. You know what I mean? It's this so, sense of entitlement, man. It's it's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. So you get these kids now. And like I said, I get it. Now, Fournette, Fournette's hurt, okay? But the thing with Fournette is he's been hurt and then he plays and he's sort of hurt and he decides when he's going to play. That that's a red flag to me, and now you got McCaffrey coming in here pulling the same crap. And the thing about McCaffrey is, you are sixty percent of that offense this year. Yeah, sixty percent of the Stanford Cardinal offense. Now, when you wanted to win the Heisman, and they were trying to feed you to win the Heisman, did you want to play for the Stanford Cardinal? <laughs> like, did did McCaffrey have a problem playing for the Cardinal? Nope. Like uh, in week six this year? No. When he wanted to showcase himself? Yeah. I you know, know, so how about now? So how about if they just told him, yeah, you know what? And we know you're leaving for the NFL anyway, so we're not going to play you. We're not going to play you. We're going to play this kid since, hey, you're leaving anyways, right? You don't even want to play in our bowl game, right? Yeah. So you know, we're just going to start this kid. So you can't, you, you can't, you know, improve your stock. You can't showcase. It's a pile of crap. That's what this is, man. All these kids have freaking huge insurance policies, uh, Jimmy. Yep. They already have insurance policies. McCaffrey gets hurt in this game. How much would McCaffrey's contract really be? The NFL doesn't even pay rookies that much anymore anyways. So how much would the contract be for McCaffrey? What, McCaffrey's yeah. going to make $9 million or something? Yeah, and most you of it will be I mean? bonuses yeah, and incentives. Get drafted, yeah. Not as high as he thinks. So, you know, let's, let's say he makes $10 million in his first deal. Uh, whatever. Good for you. So you got $10 million. I guarantee you his insurance policy is worth more than that. And the other thing is, if you're so worried about getting hurt, you might get hurt in training camp and spring training in, in, in a preseason game. Yep. And secondly, and I heard Coach Bilotti bring this up, former Duck coach, in which he said about McCaffrey, too, and I agreed with and It's another point is that, you know, you're not the only one on the team going to the NFL. Yeah. You know, like on most teams, on these most power programs, there'll be three, four, five, six guys. You know, we'll see. You know, ten guys from Ohio State, you know, eleven guys from Bama will get drafted this year. You know, four or five from USC, four or five from Michigan. So what? You, your future is more important than my future. I'm gonna suck it up. I'll put it this way, man. Miles Garrett from the Texas A&M Aggies, who is kind of, you know, he's the trendy it guy right now as uh-huh. far as that non-quarterback guy, because the Browns keep talking about Trubisky out of uh, North Carolina. Uh, but this Miles Garrett kid, who, he, you know, he was smart. He had a press conference today even. He said, I'm looking forward to playing in the bowl game. <laughs> you know? Boom. You don't think if you're an NFL coach right now, you're like, that's the kid I want. I know. And think about his teammates. Kid. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I might get hurt, coach. No, no. Yeah. You know, I, I've had a few former Green Bay Packer players, like <laughs> Jeremy, Jerry Kramer, Paul Horning on, but Lombardi wants to ask his players to run through a wall. Like, literally, some of them did, too. They tried to. Because some guys are running into the wall, bouncing off. Other guys refused to because they said it was stupid. <laughs> and Lombardi said, I just want to see who would. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it's one of those type oh, of deals. Awesome. Where this is football we're talking about. This yeah. isn't golf. Like, you know, Jordan Speed. Oh, I'm scared of going to Brazil. And then everyone goes to Brazil, has a great time, and has sex with hot Brazilian chicks. And then after, he's like, oh, I should have went to Brazil. <laughs> yeah, I guess. How many people got Zika virus anyways in Brazil? The Olympians. None. <laughs> right? So he was a big wuss, but he's a golfer, so I expect it. But I'm telling you, Jimmy, you got these guys, and if they're selfish now, 
then they're going to be selfish later. You know this. Yeah. You know, the writing's on the wall. Yeah, I said the same like, thing to like, Sully to start the show. Once he gets the money, no. Yep. Once he gets the money, he'll be even more selfish. <laughs> like, I, I, to me, red flag for Leonard Fournette. McCaffrey, huge disappointment. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's about your team. It's, and, you know, I don't buy into this crap either. Because, like I said, these coaches are scumbags that leave their kids hanging before these bowl games. Uh, but... It's about responsibility to your teammates. Like I said, you know, McCaffrey, you're not the only guy in the team with a, with a future here. So, and like I said, the McCaffrey one bothers me more than Fournette because Fournette kind of is hurt. It's just he's just kind of been weird all year with his injury. Right. McCaffrey is just point blank. Like you know, Fournette's like, listen, I got a bad knee. Let's not get crazy here. I get it. I totally get it. McCaffrey to me is too much though. Like I said. You were 60% of the offense. Yeah. You wanted the ball all year. Yeah. And now you're going to screw us, so now we're going to lose? Yeah, like, nice, in nice a bowl teammate. game Because, oh, you don't want to get hurt. Like I said, leaves a bad taste in my mouth, Jimmy. And uh, I, I wouldn't want to draft these kids. I'm with like, you, buddy. I really wouldn't because I'd be thinking to myself, like I said, I'd just be thinking, man, this kid's about himself. Yeah. You know, and, and I talked about this today, with, like about Brock Osweiler, when I had a guy on from Houston today that covers the Texans, and – you know, we were talking about this, in which last year when Brock Osweiler got benched, he pouted. And he got he got benched for, for one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play in the National Football League in Peyton Manning. And now there's almost this, well, oh, some people feel sorry for Brock. And we were talking about, you know, the only person Brock cares about is Brock. You know, yep. you know the reason he left Denver was because he felt as though he got screwed over somehow by Kubiak uh, last year. When he's as bad as he is. So as you said, it's a sense of entitlement with a lot of today's players in which they really haven't done anything. And then if they do something for a month, they think that, you know, they're the greatest ever. And I've talked about this. This is why, you know, look, 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 the best DBs. We talked about it. You know, Josh Norman was the best DB for one year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where did it go after that? He didn't sustain it. He ran his mouth a lot. and He gets burned all the time. Oh, I don't, I don't cover guys on the inside. Oh, no. Oh, you paid me. You paid me all this money. Oh, I didn't tell you. You know, like, it's it's like uh, it's like a NASCAR driver. A little if our boy Bob's here, but it's like a NASCAR driver. You get in the big money, and he drops. Yeah, I don't do the road races, yeah, though. Yeah. I don't turn right. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's just it's amazing to me. Like I said, everyone's so damn entitled. You know, you got Ezekiel Elliott's running around like the kid's been in the league for 25 years with his feed, feed me more. How about you win a damn playoff game, all right? Like, like I said, as I get older, I'm turning into Clint Eastwood and Grand Torino, but these kids piss me off. Gabe, I love it, my man. Always a pleasure. You, uh, you literally, you took what I felt and, and you put it very eloquently, and we appreciate that. Hey, what do we got for tonight? Quick pick tonight. It's a tough game uh, tonight. Uh, but I don't like the spread. At no, all. you know, it's tough. The Redskins are 0-5 the last five times. Uh, they've played at home on uh, last Monday Night Football games. You remember yeah. they, got, they lost They lost to the Steelers in week one in this yeah, spot yeah. on Monday Night Football. It's a weird game. I think generally, you know, you'll see it go one or two ways here. You know, Carolina, Carolina either um, – Carolina either shows up or they don't. It's kind of like uh, pretty simplistic. <laughs> but I think they find out early. So if things aren't going well for Carolina, they'll tap out. And ultimately, I think they're going to tap out. Yeah, they beat uh, San Diego last week. Cam Newton was 10 of 27. Cam Newton hasn't completed more than 14 passes in five weeks. <laughs> he hasn't completed more than 48% of his passes in five weeks. He doesn't want to get hit, so he doesn't run. So he just throws the ball out of bounds like six times a game now. So I really don't have a lot of faith. I, you know, the, the, the Panthers' secondary is the worst secondary in the NFL right now. 30, you know, they're giving up like 280 yards a game. So I think Kirk Cousins is going to connect deep. I, I think Washington will cover the number. I'm going to lay the points with the Skins. And I'm going to tease the Washington Redskins to the over. Uh, in this game uh, as well. And a couple of props. Uh, you got Kirk Cousins over under 290 and a half yards. Yeah. Seems a little high, but I think you look at the Redskins, they don't really run the ball. Yeah. And so I'm going to go over the 290 and a half uh, with Cousins. And I'm going to go under Rob Kelly, uh, 70 and a half rushing yards. Okay. Uh, so I think that's just a little bit too high. He's only rushed for more than 70 and a half yards three times uh, this year. So there's a couple of props uh, for you. 
Uh, same with Jay, and Cam Newton's prop is 19 and a half completions, which is high. It sounds low, but it, it really is. The Panthers try to slow the game down. They're uh-huh. just trying to milk the season. They're trying to get the hell out of here. Yep. You know, so they they sort of slow things down. Cam Newton's in no hurry ever with the play clock. Like I said, if if there's a pass rush, he immediately just throws the ball out of bounds. Carolina just, you know, the season can't get over here fast enough for these guys. So it's not like they're running some intense no huddle or, oh, if they're, they're from behind, they're going to get desperate. They won't. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just going to ride. They're going to play this out the way it goes. They're going to try to run the football. I'm not saying Carolina is going to lose 57 nothing tonight, but if things aren't going well for them, don't expect much fight from them as the game goes on. So right. I'll lay the points with the skins. Sounds good, buddy. Listen, you get some Domino's pizza and cheer up, all right, buddy? It's always a pleasure, Jimmy. Always a pleasure, my friend. And, hey, Mary, we won't be on Friday, my friend, so this is it for this week. Merry Christmas, all right? Hey, same to you and all the boys at the network. All right, thank you very much. That is Gabriel Morenci joining us from Fantasy Sportsnet. We'll be back here in the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. We went city to city all around the world. It's the stretch run with Jimmy Murphy. Weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school lacrosse goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack. Definitely a really great game and it was really exciting, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting the ball and feeding it to me and their support and my coach's support. What's your favorite thing about playing lacrosse. So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like within my school and like sports in my community. Nashua Soup Kitchen's one. I'm also vice president of National Honor Society. I'm a leader in Titan Connections. I'm a leader in Team Titan. I'm actually the secretary of the class of 2017. And where are you looking at going to school, Gabby? I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH. What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me and to believe in me, and I think that has really helped me become like the athlete I am and always reach for the stars and to go with all my heart, push to be the athlete and the person I am. So they definitely inspire me so much. That was Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. Hi, my name is Jen Kaludi. My husband Sal and I are the owners of Embroid Me in Nashua and Embroid Me in Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at embroidme-nashua.com or embroidme-bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid me, your promotional marketing partner. Cam Rogers. According to the Cleveland Plain dealer, coaches are forced to teach RG3 or I'll say refresh his mind on these three mechanics. One, plant your back foot, then throw. Two, get down, then slide. Three, throw the ball away. Don't take needless hits from the defense. Those are three things that coaches are focusing on rather than focusing on the playbook and improving the offense. They have to pretty much reteach these basic components to Robert Griffin III. Saturday at 4 on ESPN New Hampshire. 
are listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for The Right Time with Bomani Jones, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. We've all heard of Rudolph and his shiny nose. And we all know Frosty who's made out of snow. But all of those stories seem kind of gay. Cause we all know who brightens up our holiday. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh, small and brown, he comes from you. Sit on the toilet, here he comes, squeezing tween your festive buns. A present from down below, spreading joy with a howdy ho. He's seen the love inside of you, cause he's a piece of Sometimes he's corny, he can be brown or greenish brown. But if you eat fiber on Justin Sullivan is dying laughing here. First game, and now Mr. Hanky. South Park, man. Oh, never seen this. Oh, no. You know who introduced me to this? My late dad, ironically. Oh, my He's about 66, and I come home from, uh, from being away, like living away, and I'm home for the holidays. He's like, oh, it's this Christmas song. It's amazing. It's, it's great. Have you heard it? And I'm like, really, Dad? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. I figured lighten it up. It's the end of the day on a Monday. People are having a dragging day. Driving home, I hope I brought a smile to your face. Oh, if Gabriel Morenzi didn't do yeah, that, all right? No. He was on fire. He's Gabe rolling. was on fire He's today. today. He I, was rolling today. Like on, I said to you yeah. off the air, t- uh, Monday is angry and uh, annoyed Gabe from the yeah. weekend. Who, whoever ruined his weekend. And then Friday is excited, <laughs> ready to go, Gabe. So yeah. th- we, got, we got annoyed Gabe. Well, I hope uh, Mr. McCaffrey is able to hear that rant. <laughs> we will tweet it out later for sure. Uh, but I want to thank Gabe. I want to thank all our guests, Chris Forsberg, John Serenades, uh Mick Collagio, Cole Wright, uh, who else do we have? Yeah, that's, that's, it. that's it. Yeah, that's there we it. go. A great show. Thanks to you, Justin. Uh, and thanks to our new intern. That's Alex, yeah. Alex, that's yes. right. He's uh, doing a great job. He's gifting and us the gift of uh, listening to Gabe whenever yeah. we want. Now. Little th- little throwbacks there. I yeah, like it. Of course. It. What, what, what did Gabe say there? Uh... Remember Chris Bosch? Yeah. When he got upset at somebody on the Bulls for diving for a loose ball once? Yep. He was like, dude, we don't do that. You know, it's, I'm, I'm worried about my career. <laughs> worried about your career means don't do heroin after the game. <laughs> yes. Don't don't shoot people. <laughs> don't be OJ. Oh my God, that's too good. Yeah, he was he was classic today. That is Gabriel Morenzi. That's why we have him on not once, but twice a week usually. Of course, this week, no, we will be off on Tuesday for the holiday. But thanks to you for listening, and we'll be back here tomorrow as the uh, holiday week continues here in a stretch run. On ESPN New Hampshire. Have a good one. It is the night of our dear Savior's birthday.